0: forever
1: dog. Welcome to Forever Dog. You can listen to this podcast ad-free on Forever Dog Plus by signing up at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on social at Forever dog Team and check out all of our podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com Thank you for your support and enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to Public Domain Theatre. This week Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Five Orange Pips, with Lindsay Keitai, Kelly Nugent, and guest Omar Nijan. Hello, welcome to Public Domain Theatre. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Keitai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today, we are joined by esteemed writer, director, improviser, You may know him from Geek and Sundry. You may know him from Hyper RPG, Saving Throw Show, Sunnydale Study Group. And thank you for questing. Omar Najam is here.
1: Hello. How's it going? Thank you for having me.
2: Thank you for being here.
3: I am particularly very excited to have you on the podcast because previously I missed the podcast of Teen Creeps you recorded where we were reading Goosebumps, The Haunted School. Yes. Yes. And I apologize for that. I mismanaged my time at work. Mm. And I found that episode delightful. Thank you. So I'm very uh, glad that you're here with us now.
2: Omar is the creator of uh, a phrase that our listeners love, which is no commentary. No commentary, no commentary, no commentary, no commentary. I don't know how you guys were saying that so quickly because when I do it, I feel like I sound like an idiot. No commentary, no commentary. We no were commentary. driven by the madness. No, no, no it was story. the madness <laughs> of the book. I did lose my mind and regain it. In our recording.
1: I've never understood Lovecraft until <laughs> reading that book. Mm-hmm. That's when I was just like, oh, I get it.
3: <laughs> and we're here. So if anybody's curious about uh, what a delightful duo Kelly and Omar were, just go listen to Teen Creeps, Goosebumps, Haunted School.
2: Listen, I, I like to think about what a delightful duo we were in in days past. We don't speak anymore. No. It's too bad. It's, well, I haven't been witness to it, so it doesn't count.
3: Mm-hmm. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, you're gonna see it in this recording. You'll see. It. I will am
3: probably. Uh, I am pumped.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
1: am pumped. Cannot wait to see the antagonism. I'm not.
2: <laughs> like I just like as I'm reading, Omar's gonna be like, actually, you know, it's like really funny that you would say that way because like I wouldn't
1: pronounce it's that way. It's pronounced writer. <laughs> it's an e, not no. <laughs> um,
3: uh, it's not creator. It's creator. <laughs> not, I, see, I, see, I see. I see. I see. That's weird how you were pronouncing it.
2: Special. Air belongs
1: in the sky, not being put on.
2: Oh, wow, 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 wow. I sense already. We're (laughs) already fighting. Um, So why can't we find something to agree about, which is some facts about Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? That's the question. This is the best segue I've ever done. (laughs) Just real quick
3: before you start reading it, when you were reading the intro, I fully expected you to say, by Sir Arthur Sherlock
2: Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Oh my God. Um...
3: Stupid Lindsay. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> you dumb fucking bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you silly little bent. Um Okay, so Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, do you know what his middle name is? Conan. No. I thought that too. It's misleading. Not- <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Okay, there's another name. Okay. Shirley. No. Oh, Don't call me but
1: Shirley. <laughs>
2: Ignatius <gasps> shut your damn You face. are
1: joking no
2: I'm serious I knew you guys would gasp like that <laughs> That is
1: That's really weird cla-
2: why wouldn't you use
3: Ignatius I know if it's, you're gonna use Three names
1: I Go know whole hog.
3: Why
2: Why leave out Why Iggy? Why would you Why leave Arthur out Iggy? Ignatius Doyle Arthur Ar- Ignatius Conan Doyle
1: Okay okay yeah
2: I would have gone Ignatius
3: Doyle <laughs>
1: Ignatius Doyle.
3: (laughs) So that I could sound like a polyp
2: that one gets from a disease. (laughs) (laughs) So he's an Irish author born in Scotland. What? I know. What? Stop. These facts are blowing my mind when we just started. I mean, honestly, he was born in 1859. Now, one of these facts is very embarrassing. One is that he tried his own hand as a detective
1: Okay. Oh. And mm. didn't.
2: I mean, it just says most notably in the cases of George Adalji and Oscar Slater. Which he failed at miserably, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I've
1: never heard of someone being like, we solved mm. the Slater case.
2: <laughs> Thanks to Sir Arthur Thanks Codan to Ignatius. Do- Ignatius Doyle. <laughs> Ignatius strikes again. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's like, that's really embarrassing to me. Um, he... Became friends with James M. Barry, the author of Peter Pan. Oh. oh. And Barry even wrote a rather humorous story about their failed attempts as playwrights. So, the character of Sherlock Holmes, who is one of his most favorite, favorite, <laughs> famous characters. He hated oh. him. Never heard yeah. of he, it. Ate, he hated him. He was like, uh, uh, he was, he considered himself to be mm. M- m- Mummified. M- no, who's his enemy? Mumford and Sons. Moriarty, thank you! <laughs> Mumford and Sons, sorry, I I, I, it's, I, I believe it is it's Mumford and Sons. Okay, great. It's spelled Moriarty, but it is pronounced
3: Mumford and Sons.
2: But the character of Sherlock Holmes is largely based upon one of his lecturers at the University of Edinburgh, Burrow, Burr, Berg, Burrow? Edinburgh. Edinburgh, thank you. Named Joseph Bell. So I feel like this was... I mean, I wonder if how Joseph He gave Delphine him a way more this. interesting name. I I say kudos. Yeah, kudos. Yeah. He was knighted in 1902, in part for his writings on the war in South Africa. Um he seriously considered refusing the duty the offer because he felt undeserving, because he was just doing his duty. Ugh, and, take the compliment, bro. Seriously. But here's the thing: he still took the offer, but then he had Sherlock Holmes refuse knighthood. Oh I, see what I think he's a did cop there.
3: Out. I see what he did there. Having mm-hmm. his cake and also eating it. Yes. Did he
1: go to the netting ceremony and like tell the queen, like, I'm doing this, but Sherlock over here is not? And everyone's like, <laughs> oh geez.
3: And then he and then he pulls out a puppet of Sherlock <laughs> I don't want it. Like, oh no, thank you for me, please.
1: <laughs> he
3: is and that's deep how in. he invented the Muppets.
0: <gasps> mm,
3: little known fact that I know. Wow. Mm-hmm is things I make up.
2: Mhm. Did you know that he was an avowed spiritualist and he was no. friends but only for a time with Harry Houdini. You know what the the spiritualist
3: thing really surprises me because Sherlock is so like deduction deduction. Yeah.
1: have to do spiritualism and he was, like, super into fairies, right? Like Sherlock yeah. is like only things I can see and Ignatius was like Nah, fairies.
2: Yeah, no, he was really into all, all that stuff. And this is why Harry Houdini stopped being friends with him. Because <gasps> Harry Houdini was an opponent of the spiritualist movement. Oh, because Because yeah. okay. h- his mother died. And <sighs> so people were like doing, oh, well, we can talk to your mother, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, this is just trickery trying to like, um, you know, take advantage of people. Right. And so then he's Houdini started like coming to... Like seances and being like, I'm gonna expose you as a fraud and like ruining seances. Whoa. I
0: actually learned
3: about that from um the podcast lore, except the TV show that they did on oh. Amazon. Yeah. They talked about Houdini hating spiritualists.
2: Yeah. And then so Houdini was like, I am going to convince you, Ignatius, that this is all a sham. And Ignatius was like, never. And then they had fallen <laughs> out. Na, na,
0: na, na. I will cling to this from beyond the grave.
3: Um, so know, I, uh, kudos to Ignatius for writing a character that wasn't him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it's, no one does that.
3: No, uh, I yeah. write every character. It's just I'm. It's all fanfic, but I'm in it. I,
1: yeah, and I, I'm not trying to be funny. That is legitimately all I do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> right. In what, in all your forum. characters are named Kinsey. Yeah, yeah. Kinsey Leitai. And all your characters are named No Mar.
1: Yep. <laughs> no more. Yep. They're all Not baseball players.
2: Mar. Oh Mar. Mar. Yeah. <laughs> I, just Tar. T- <laughs> um and then Sir Arthur Conan Doyle died on July seventh, nineteen thirty, by a heart attack at the age of seventy one. Wow. Oh, right. old date.
3: Well Right. Mm. Now that I've remembered how old my mom is, I take that back.
2: Yeah, I, I Oh, I just don't oh know yeah. my mom is too. <laughs> Dang. Okay, so, like, not that Not old. a ripe age. Not at all. Like he An deserved another age. 20 years at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Asked as does my mother. What could we find, you know, from his writings if he were able to continue?
1: Into the 50s.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Into the That's 50s. Nuts. Wow.
1: It, can you imagine he, like, he saw fairies and, like, wrote all this stuff? Mm hmm and, like, experienced the West African War and then was hanging around with a bunch of greasers. Yeah, And that's like,
3: how Ignatius saw the birth of rock and roll. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: It was right. him and Elvis. Right. <laughs> what a trip. Just kidding. I know it started with black people.
2: Just... Yeah, and was stolen by Elvis. That's fine. We can flame more Elvis. Adapted. Yeah. Not credited. Well... <laughs> White
3: people no. made it
2: out like Elvis invented it.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Elvis didn't. No. Respect to Elvis, not respect with white to white people who didn't listen to previous rock and rollers. Yes. Elvis. Which is, is what tempo. they're called.
1: Previous rock and rollers. Rock and
2: rollers. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Are you ready to start reading this thing? I think so. I am. Are you guys ready? Okay. So I'll begin. Okay. The five orange pips. By Arthur Conan Doyle. Ignatius. Nay, Ignatius. (laughs) When I glance over my notes and records of the Sherlock Holmes cases between the years 82 and 90, I am faced by so many which present strange and interesting features that it is no easy matter to know which to choose and which to leave. Some, however, have already gained publicity through the papers. And others have not offered a field for these peculiar qualities which my friend possessed in so high a degree, and which it is the object of these papers to I illustrate. Was like, is this an intro to the story?
3: Did we fuck this up? And I was like, "Oh, no, no,
2: we're Watson, aren't we? We're Watsoning. Dang. It'd be funny if we turn
1: out to not be." And,
2: and uh, then he's I'm like, holding out." And then, like, with two pages left, he's like, "And now." The orange pips. Yeah.
1: And as a parrot, none of this concerned me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> as, a parrot, as a parrot
3: named Bob, couldn't have cared less. <laughs> really could have
1: used more macadamia. Nuts. I
3: do. Just...
2: <laughs> Some, too, have baffled his analytical skill and would be, as narratives, beginnings without an ending, while others have been but partially cleared up and have their explanations founded rather upon conjecture and surmise than on absolute logical proof which was so dear to him. There is, however, one of these last which was so remarkable in its details and so startling in its results that I am tempted to give some account of it in spite of the fact that there are points in connection with it which never have been, and probably never will be, entirely cleared up. The year 87 furnishes us with a long series of cases of greater or less interest, of which I... Retain the records. Debbie Gibson was topping the charts. (laughs) (laughs) The town of Footloose was never to be the same. It was
1: the year of love.
2: (laughs) Among my headings under this one 12 months, I find an account of the adventure of the Peridol Chamber, of the Amateur Medicant Society, who held a luxurious club in the lower vault of a furniture warehouse. Of the facts Mm. connected... With the loss of the British bark Sophie Anderson, of the singular adventures of the Gryce Pattersons in the island of Ufa, and finally of the Camberwell poisoning case. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> he's just listing different things.
1: Here's all the ones <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you I know, about. Why is he
3: even telling us about these? I'm, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out that like I don't know any of the names or places that were just said. So, but. Those aren't the story, right? No. So I'm good. I don't.
2: We're, we're talking about orange pips.
3: Okay. Just checking. Five of them. I love that group.
2: <laughs> the five orange Gladys tips. and
3: the
0: five the orange pips.
2: <laughs> <laughs> In the latter, as may be remembered, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, was able by winding up the dead man's watch to prove that it had been wound up two hours before, and that therefore the deceased had gone to bed within that time. A deduction which was of the greatest importance of clearing up the case. Why is he rehashing these other cases we don't hear about? It's, it's really? Just,
3: why are you so defensive about Sherlock Holmes? We get it. He was brilliant. Yeah. We all know. I know. In fact, I'm disappointed. This story is also about Sherlock Holmes. Did you not write about anything else? Ignatius.
2: <laughs> Ignatius. 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 Branch out. All of these I may sketch out at some future date. But none of them present such singular features as the strange train of circumstances, which I have now taken up my pen to describe. Thank God. Not yet. Not yeah. yet.
1: <laughs> that is not yet that yeah. I will eventually get took to. took up that
2: pen
3: like two hours ago, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was in the latter days of September and the equinoctial gales had set in with the exceptional violence. Nice word. Nice, yep. nice, nice. Equinoctial. Equinoctial gales.
1: I love when those happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's what, like four times a year? Yeah. Yeah. Four times a year, those wins. Two, the Equinox, yeah. Oh, right. they are only two. Only two. Because you know what I was mixing up? The latter of September might be my favorite Mm -hmm. time of year. Mm Mm-hmm. All day, the wind had screamed and the rain had beaten against the windows so that even here in the heart of great handmade London, we were forced to raise our minds for the instant from the routine of life and to recognize the presence of those great elemental forces which shriek at mankind through the bars of civilization like untamed beasts in a cage. As evening drew in, the storm grew higher and louder and the wind cried and sobbed like a child in the chimney. Craig okay. Well, okay. Let's the plot. That was actually Mary. just.
1: That was actually. You should that, check in on that. You know, you
2: should maybe just open the flu. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think. Little tippy tommies up there right now.
1: The wind screamed, I'm stuck.
2: <laughs> the wind screamed, Mommy, please. <laughs> I've finished the cleaning.
1: And all I could think of was the elements.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and all I thought was Equinox
1: <laughs> uh, Were it we're former September,
2: <laughs> would this not be the case? Ah, uh-huh. uh, but latter September, we are cursed, cursed.
3: <laughs> Do so you hungry. remember the latter days please of, of September. September? Please, I'm so
2: hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wind. Shut up. (laughs) We get it. And finish the job.
2: Sherlock Holmes sat moodily at one side of the fireplace cross-indexing his records of crime, while I, at the other, was deep in one of Clark Russell's fine sea stories until the <laughs> howl of the gale from without seemed to blend with the text and the splash of the rain to lengthen out onto the long swash of the sea waves. And wondering when Sherlock and I would admit our love. <laughs> He's also like, is nee, this book real?
0: <laughs>
1: I can't tell the difference between the words I'm reading and the water on my face <laughs> is the best review I've ever heard of a story.
2: No. They're called tears, buddy. <laughs> my wife was on a visit to her mother's, so it was the perfect time to bang in the rain. That was from me. Ignacious. Oh, that, that sounded like such an Ignatius turn yeah, I of phrase, too. Mm-hmm. Equinoctial wow. banging. You should write a parody. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a few days I was a dweller once more in my old quarters at Baker Street. "Why?" said I, glancing up at my companion. "That was surely the bell. Who could come tonight? Some friend of yours perhaps?" "Except yourself, I have none," he answered. <laughs> "I do not encourage visitors." This is not how I imagine Sherlock should <laughs> sound. "A client then? If so, it is a <laughs> serious case."
1: <laughs> I <laughs> used <laughs> deduction. <laughs>
2: I I look at the facts before me and I think to myself, which of these does not belong? Oh, Sherlock.
3: (laughs) I am Sherlock Holmes. I am
2: Sherlock Holmes. I live in Baker Street. Okay. (laughs) Nothing less could bring a man out on such a day and at such an hour. But I take it that it is more likely to be some crony of the landladies. Sherlock Holmes was wrong in his conjecture, however, for there came a step in the passage and a tapping at the door. He stretched out his long arm to turn the lamp away from himself and towards the vacant chair upon which a newcomer must sit. Come in, said he. The man who entered was young some hey. two and twenty at the outside, right. well-groomed and trimly clad, <laughs> I hear that. with the something of refinement and delicacy in his bearing. Oh, shit, this went noir. Mm-hmm. He had the
1: legs s- all the way up yeah. to
2: there. <laughs> all, Listen, <laughs> the way, all
3: the way up to there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mister, there was a tremble to his voice. <laughs> um. I'm in trouble. <laughs> the streaming umbrella which he held in his hand and his long shining waterproof told of the fierce nice. weather through which he had come he oh, looked about sexual him yeah, is... he looked about him anxiously in the glare of the lamp <laughs> and i could see that his face was pale and his eyes <laughs> heavy <laughs> Like those of a man who was weighed down with some great anxiety. I will never
3: read Sherlock Holmes stories the same way ever again. This is again. perfect.
1: This is better. Can we said. call Moffat and tell him to roll it back? Yeah. Roll
2: it back. Roll it back.
1: Back to one, please.
2: I owe you an apology, he said, raising his golden pince-nez to his eyes. Don't know if I'm saying that right. I trust that I'm not intruding. I fear that I have brought some traces of the storm and rain into your snug chamber. Give me your coat and umbrella, said Holmes. They may rest here on the hook and will be dry presently. Oh, it's going to be real embarrassing when I try to recreate this voice. You have come up from the southwest, I see. Yes, from Horsham. That clay and chalk mixture which I see upon your toe caps is quite distinctive. All right, we get it. You're smart. I, I have come for ex- advice that is easily got and help. That is not always so easy. (laughs) I have heard of you, Mr. Holmes.
1: (laughs) Lady.
0: Oh, that
3: is not also so easy to
0: get.
1: (laughs) It's like some Princess Bride business right now.
2: (laughs) I have heard of you, Mr. Holmes. I heard from Major Prendergast how you saved him in the Tankerville Club scandal. Of course, he was wrongfully accused (laughs) of cheating at cards. Oh, now he's a Jewish mom. (laughs) (laughs) He said that you could solve anything. He said too much that you are never beaten. I have been beaten four times, three times by men and once by a woman. But what is that compared with the number of your successes? It is true that I have been generally successful. (laughs) Then you may be so with me. Oh. Oh, hello. oh, you hello. may be so successful Ace with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I beg that you will draw your chair up to the fire and favor me with some details as to your case. It is no ordinary one. None of those which come to me are. I am the last court of appeal. And- <laughs> <laughs> the buck
1: stops I- with you. <laughs>
2: <eight. laughs> <laughs> Everyone always comes
3: to me last. <laughs>
2: and yet i question sir whether in all your experience you've ever listened to a more mysterious and inexplicable chain of events than those which have happened in my own family you fill me with interest (laughs) i
0: don't
3: know if our listeners could quite tell but that was me spitting water (laughs) back into my water (laughs)
0: bottle
2: Pray give us the essential facts from the commencement, and I can afterwards question you as to those details which seem to me to be the most important. The young man pulled his chair up and pushed his wet feet out towards the blaze. My name, said he, is John Openshaw, but my own affairs have, as far as I can understand, little to do with this awful business. It is a hereditary matter, so in order to give you an idea of the facts, I must go back to the commencement of the affair. You must know. That my grandfather had two sons, my uncle Elias and my father Joseph. They married each other. Now each of our family members (laughs) have six toes on. (laughs) My father had a small factory at Coventry, which he enlarged at the time of the invention of bicycling. He was a patentee of the Openshaw Unbreakable Tire. And his business met with such success that he was able to sell it and to retire upon a handsome competence. My uncle Elias emigrated to America when he was a young man and became a planter in Florida where he was reported to have done very well. At the time of the war- We're not he, sure. Yeah, we're, we're not sure.
1: We read it in a paper. i But it's we've never heard from him.
2: reported by dubious sources. Um, at the time of the war, he fought in Jackson's army, and afterwards under hood, where he arose to be a colonel. When Lee laid down his arms, my uncle returned to his plantation, where he remained for three or four years. His uncle is probably racist. all uncles were racist back in that time about 1869 or 1870 he came back to Europe and took a small estate in Sussex near Horsham he had made a very considerable fortune in the states and hmm racist if I want to say this and his reason for leaving them was his aversion to Mm. uh, I will say Mm -hmm. black people Mm mm-hmm and his dislike of the Republican policy in extending the franchise to them. Oh, boy. He was a singular Ugh, man. Fierce and quick tempered, very foul mouthed when he was angry, and of a most retiring disposition. During all of the years that he lived at Horsham, I doubt if he ever set foot in the town. He had a garden and two or three fields around his house, and there he would take his exercise. Though very often for weeks on end, he would never leave his room. He drank a great deal of brandy and smoked very heavily. But he would see no society and did not want any friends, not even his own brother. Fuck you. You don't. we don't want you in society. Honestly, (laughs) fuck up. Like just he doesn't have to leave his house.
3: Yeah. Just walk
2: around your dumb little racist field. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't mind me. In fact, he took a fancy to me for at the time when he first saw me, I was a youngster. I appeared white. (laughs) I was a white youngster of 12 (laughs) or so. This would be in the year 1878, after he'd been eight or nine years in England. He begged my father to let me live with him, and he was very kind to me in his way. When he was sober, he used to be fond of playing backgammon and drafts with me. And he would make me his representative both with the servants and with the tradespeople, so that by the time I was 16, I was quite master of the house. I kept all the keys and could go where I liked and do what I liked, so long as I did not disturb him in his privacy, I had all the
1: keys. What a great bragging! I, know, I had all the keys. <laughs> I had
2: all. I the had keys. all the
1: keys, like the cabinets, <laughs> like all the keys.
2: <laughs> like I can like like I can open like, the garden gate. Like hey, like think Jin-Ku- of a key. <laughs> I had. It.
3: I, had it.
1: <laughs> I had it.
2: Like you like can't even a room. think name of, a room. of it. Name a room. Name
3: a room. Name, name a room. Um,
1: uh, um, like the living room. Had it. Oh, okay, great.
3: All the doors locked, by the way. So we had sixty-seven <laughs> keys. Do you want to see them? I have them on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, they're not really coming out? <laughs> kind, of caught, kind of caught in your pocket? <laughs> hang on, just a second. Just a second. <laughs> it's because I have all of
3: them?
1: Okay, well, I gotta go. Uh, this is a great. Okay. Okay, I don't have a lot of time. Let's but... hang later. Uh, no.
3: <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> I,
2: I, I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know what this is. There was one singular exception, however, for he had a single room a lumber room up among the attics. Oh,
3: he didn't have all this the keys, now did he? scary, get out, Scary, scary yeah. right here. Which
2: was invariably locked, and which he would never permit either me or anyone else to enter. With a boy's curiosity, I have peeped through the keyhole, but I was never able to see more than a collection of old trunks and bundles, as would be expected in such a room. And I had a girl's disinterest, so I stopped looking. <laughs> <laughs> One day, it was March 1883, a letter with a foreign stamp lay upon the table in front of the colonel's plate. It was not a common thing for him to receive letters, for his bills were all paid and ready money, and he had no friends of any sort. I, I cannot stress this enough. Like, nobody
3: liked People him. People hated my uncle. Yeah. Nobody they liked him. hated him. him. You sh- if you'd met him, you'd hate him.
2: From India, he said as he <laughs> took it up. How a cherry postmark? What can this be? <laughs> Opening it hurriedly, out there jumped five little dried orange pips, which pattered down on his plate. I began <laughs> to laugh at this. Wait, hey, wait, the pips. Wait, so uh, I'm sorry, what are pips? No idea. Okay, great. Seeds. <laughs> little seeds, right? Oh, no, okay. am I wrong? You're probably I right. I don't know. Yeah, I are they dried they are. orange seeds? Uh, yes. I'm going to Oh yes, oh, and, uh, a, and I'll explain why what I, with what I believe
1: to be another public domain property. Okay. Uh, Great Expectations. Pip is named Pip because he goes from being oh. a little seed of a boy to a man, but his uh. name doesn't change to tree, so I don't think that analysis actually holds up, but- <laughs> That's why He so who
3: <laughs> is coming okay. with the literary knowledge.
2: All right, Dang, everyone, Omar. <laughs> attention. Omar's read Great Expectations. Listen,
1: International Baccalaureate know. High School, San Jose <laughs> hey, High Academy. She's
3: also IB. Are international you also baccalaureate. Oh, my
1: gosh. We have to talk about this later. Let's talk about everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is actually a huge deal. Oh,
2: my God. I really
1: can't <laughs> This is really exciting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it now. <laughs> I looked it up. Sorry. A is hard it? seed in a fruit.
2: Oh, okay. my God. Okay, so there's seeds. Okay. Which pattered down upon his plate. I began to laugh at this, but the laugh was struck from my lips at the sight of his face.
1: Oh no, is it? What, Uh-oh. What is
2: it? His lip had fallen. His awesome. eyes literally?
1: were became <laughs> 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 The ghost next door. The ghost his, his,
2: book. his eyes were protruding, his skin the color of putty, and he glared at the envelope, which he still held in his trembling hand. KKK! He oh, shrieked. what?
1: Oh, I thought he was going to say Rita. I thought this was going to be like a Power Rangers thing. No, no, nope, no. I thought he was literally uh, just a putty.
2: Nope. <laughs> All right. KKK like the Ku Klux Klan? K dot K dot K. Whoa. He shrieked. And then, my God, my God, my sins have overtaken me. Good. What is it, uncle? About time. I cried. (laughs) Come up in, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) Death, said he. And rising from the table, he retired to his room, leaving me palpitating with horror. (laughs) Horror. (laughs) It was horrifying. (laughs) I took up the envelope and saw scrawled in red ink upon the inner flap just above the gum the letter K three times repeated. There was nothing else save the five dried pips. What could be the reason of his overpowering terror? I left the breakfast table. And as I descended the stair, I met him coming down with an old rusty key, which must an have been... An,
0: an old rusty key.
2: rusty <laughs> key. Which must have belonged to the attic. In one hand, and a small brass box, like a cash box, in the other. And I was like, Argh,
1: God got have that key. I got it. Yeah, um, a key, key I did not have. Oh god, but I'm so close to finishing my collection. <laughs> <laughs> a key I did not have.
2: <laughs> He's like drooling with anticipation on this key.
1: Oh, the rusty key. Oh, they did. They released that in '86. <laughs> oh god, that was a limited edition. Oh god. <laughs> Oh man! Oh god! <laughs>
2: gotta get, gotta get that key. <laughs> and he's literally all that's just—he's saying it and like standing so still, and his hands are so clenched. He's like, and he's sweating. going to get it! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wait, i can't wait. Whoever to... the
1: key club is gonna
2: f- freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Me can <just> freak out? <laughs> With limited edition rust color? <laughs> They may do what they like, but I'll checkmate them still, said he with an oath. Tell Mary that I shall want a fire in my room today and send down to Fordham the Horsham lawyer. And I need five crosses. (laughs) Seven bushels of
3: garlic. (laughs) Oh, I meant to burn.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and you meant to cook. Un-
2: unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. He loves Italian food and is really scared of vampires. <laughs> He's like, unrelated. Get me spaghetti. So nothing to do with anything.
3: Don't overthink it. But.
1: Uh, fresh <laughs> oregano. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did as he ordered. And when the lawyer arrived, I was asked to step up to the room. The fire was burning brightly and in the grate, there was a mass of black fluffy ashes as of burned paper. While the brass box stood open and empty beside it, as I glanced at the box, I noticed with a start that upon the lid the printed treble K, which I had read in the morning upon the envelope. "I wish you, John," said my uncle, "to witness my will." <laughs> I am Dorel. <laughs> <laughs> I leave my estate with all its advantages and all its disadvantages to my brother, your father, whence it will no doubt descend to you. Mean? In- <laughs> he said disadvantages. <laughs> mean. <laughs> if you can enjoy it in peace, well and good. If you find you cannot, take my advice, my boy, and leave it to your deadliest enemy. Well then, why are you leaving it to me right now? You also, Dick, like, why even? Like, he'll he'll make that decision. You don't have to tell him. Like, yeah. No. If you also like, why are you going to be like, okay, I'm going to die.
3: Mm. I'm going to leave this to you. Yeah, but if you can't deal, give it over to the person you hate the most. <laughs> yeah, be like, wait, wait a, wait a tick. Yeah, do you hate me? <laughs> do you hate me? Am, am I the, your deadliest enemy? <laughs>
2: I am sorry to give you such a two-edged thing, but I can't say what turn things are going to take. (laughs) (laughs) Kindly sign the paper where Mr. Fordham shows you. I signed the paper as Now, (laughs) Right now. The lawyer's there. And the lawyer took it away with him. The singular incident made, as you may think, the deepest impression upon me. And I pondered over it and turned it every way in my mind without being able to make anything of it. Yet I could not shake off the vague feeling of dread which it left behind though the sensation grew less keen as the weeks passed and nothing happened to disturb the usual routine of our lives. I could see a change in my uncle, however. He drank more than ever, and he was less inclined for any sort of society. Most of his time he would spend in his room with the door locked upon the outside But sometimes he would emerge in a sort of drunken frenzy and would burst out of the house and tear about the garden with a revolver in his hand, screaming out that he was afraid of no man, that he was not to be cooped up like a sheep in a pen by man or devil. When these hot fits were over, however, he would rush tumultuously in at the door and lock it and bar it behind him, like a man who can brazen it out no longer against the terror which lies at the roots of his soul. At such times, I have seen his face, even on a cold day, glisten with moisture as though mm-hmm. it were new raised from a basin dude this guy is sweating <gasps> tremendously bullet
1: that's unhealthy
2: no it's so wet
1: he's losing salt
2: no he needs to drink gatorade yeah yeah he
1: needs to get those electrolytes R- right yeah. back in his no. yeah
2: replenish get some tabs <laughs> well to come to an end of the matter mr holmes and not to abuse your patience there came a night when he made one of those drunken sallies from which he never came back we found him, and when we went to search for him, faced downward in a little green-scummed pool, which lay at the foot of the garden. There was Ugh. no sign of any violence, and the water was but two feet deep, so that the jury, having regard to his known eccentricity, brought in a verdict of suicide. But I, who knew how he winced from the very thought of death, had much ado to persuade myself that he had gone out of his way to meet it. The matter passed, however, and my father entered in p- into possession of the estate. And of some fourteen thousand pounds, which lay to his credit at the bank. One moment, Holmes interposed. Oh, I forgot about Holmes. Your statement is, I foresee, one of the most remarkable to which I have ever listened. Let me have you the date. Failed miserably. <laughs> I have heard many such remarkable tales. Let me have the date of the reception by your uncle of the letter, and the date of his supposed suicide. The letter arrived on March 10th, 1883. His death was seven weeks later upon the night of May 2nd. Thank you. Pray proceed. <laughs> when you ra- may
3: continue. <laughs> I hate the lot that I have chosen for myself <laughs> in life.
2: Your father's story of solitary life resonates with me. I <laughs> wanted Watson's to be like, a put, dancer. But what about. <laughs> put, 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 uh, I convinced convinced the old lady to go (laughs) skip out on town. Uh, I was reading this wet book. (laughs) And I'm scared. (laughs) It's hella wet, bro. (laughs) (laughs) When my father took over the Horsham property, he, at my request, made a careful examination of the attic, which had always been locked up. We found the brass box there, although its contents had been destroyed. On the inside of the cover was a paper label with the initials of KKK repeated upon it and letters, memoranda, receipts, and a register written beneath. Like, maybe it's not the KKK. Yeah. But maybe it
3: is, and British people seriously hadn't heard of the KKK yet. And so I would really laugh at the end of this episode. It was just the KKK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coming i to mean- get it. I I feel like it's maybe. like, oh, mm, anticlimactic for modern Americans.
1: Sherlock is like, I think I've put it together. Yeah. yeah I think it's this widely known <laughs> hate organization yeah. that's in known the United for States killing people
3: <laughs> that sprung up after the Civil War. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I wish your racist, racist uncle
2: <laughs> would I have know, encountered. Who lived in the South and then ran away and came to <laughs> England again. I don't know. It's like, um, maybe at the
3: time it was like nobody leaves the kkk Oh,
2: maybe uh, it was like one of those things yeah
1: i truly don't know but we'll find out he it could also keep... just be like karen's karma <laughs> collective or something like that. kimporium <laughs> <Yeah>. kimporium
2: <laughs> we have all sorts of karma <laughs> good karma bad, bad karma, karma medium
1: you didn't pay for the pips <laughs> we'll drown you <laughs>
2: these we presume indicated by the nature of the papers which had been destroyed by colonel, Opensh- oh, C- colonel openshaw for the rest there was nothing of much importance in the attic save a great many scattered papers and notebooks bearing upon my uncle's life in america some of them were of the war time and showed that he had done his duty well and had borne the repute of a brave soldier Others were of a date during the reconstruction of the southern states and were mostly concerned with politics. Free had evidently taken a strong part in opposing the carpetbag politicians who had been sent down from the north. Shocker. That's not. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we're not surprised. We kind of saw that coming. Well, it was the beginning of 84 when my father came to live at Horsham. case all... I had been alive for two years. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> And all went as well as possible with us until the January of 85. Uh, Lindsay K. Tai was then alive for three years. No, my uh, sister wasn't born yet. Whoa. Later that year.
1: Duran Duran was <laughs> on tour. Top <Tough> <laughs> On tour.
2: On the fourth day after the new year, I heard my father give a sharp cry of surprise as we sat together at the breakfast table. There he was, sitting with a newly opened envelope in one hand and five dried orange pips in the outstretched palm of the other one
3: he had always laughed at what he called my cock and bull story about the colonel but he looked very scared and puzzled now that the same thing had come upon himself why what on earth does this mean john he stammered my heart turned to lead it is k k k said i who looked (gasps) inside the envelope so it is he cried here are the very letters but what is this written above them Put the papers on the sundial. I, I read peeping over his shoulders. Wait, why? Sorry. What does he know that we want we to know
1: what the time is?
3: Sorry, it, that's <laughs> what it said in the letters. Okay. Put oh. the papers on the sundial. I read oh, peeping oh, oh. over oh, his shoulders. Okay. I see. I see. I misread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what papers? What sundial? He asked. The sundial in the garden. There is no other, said I. But the papers must be those that are destroyed. Pooh, he said. <laughs> Pooh, said he. <laughs> <laughs> Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> said he, gripping hard at his courage. We are in a civilized land here and we can't have tomfoolery of this kind. Where does the thing come from? From Dundee, I answered, glancing at the postmark. Some preposterous practical joke, said he. What have I to do with sundials and papers? I shall take no notice of such nonsense.
1: I've mailed stuff to Australia before. That's not a that's a, a expensive prank. Yeah. That's a yeah. seventy dollar prank. Yeah,
2: no, also so expensive. Like boats are all <laughs> they yeah. have. Yeah. So it's like you are putting this in motion years in advance. Like you're yes. like, I will give this letter into this boat and hope that it, by 85 it'll get. Yeah. Lindsay
1: has just been born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe when she's three.
0: Find
3: find a three-year-old Lindsay, <laughs> look in Reno. <laughs> I should certainly speak to the police, I said, and be laughed at for my pains. Nothing of the sort. Then let me do so? No, I forbid you. I won't have a fuss made about such nonsense. It was vain to argue with him, for he was a very obstinate man. I went about, however, with a heart which was full of forebodings. On the third day after the coming of the letter, my father went from home to visit an old friend of his, Major Freebody. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Nice. Yes.
3: Major Freebody. I love that cartoon that played with Rocky and Bullwinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Who is in command of one of the forts upon ports downhill. I was glad that he should go, for it seemed to me that he was farther from danger when he was away from home. In that, however, I was in error. Upon the second day of his absence, I received a telegram from the major, imploring me to come at once. <gasps> My father had fallen over one of the deep chalk pits with a, which abound in the neighborhood and was lying senseless with a shattered skull.
0: I Is heard he dead?
3: Him, shattered skull, Kelly. I mean senseless. I mean... I mean, I don't got no sense. I hit my head. <laughs> I, I, I lost all my senses. Oh, no. Father. Oh, <laughs> ah. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> poo. Poo. Ah, poo. Poo. I hurried to him, but he passed away without having ever recovered his consciousness. Oh, my God.
1: Dang. He Question had, answered.
3: as it appears, been returning from Ferrum in the twilight. And as the country was unknown to him and the chalk pit unfenced, the jury had no hesitation in bringing a verdict of death from accidental causes. No.
2: Mm. Again, I do lazy, lazy, lazy jury. Lazy jury. They're like, I, like uh, I got lunch to get. We all know that it's the jury's job to go to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Investigate. Yes. Yep. Uh, Collect evidence. Yep. Correct. correct. Interview suspects. Yeah. Find a suspect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kill the suspect. Correct. Yep. Bury the suspect. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they try to decide which among them was most culpable for the suspect's death. Yep. Yeah. Kill that person. Yep. Yeah. I think John
3: right. Cusack yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah. You were a lawyer. You get it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, was, yeah, so yeah
1: you guys are just singing this while this man is like <laughs> my father died Come in a chalk pit. You
3: know, LCD sound system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Carefully, as I examined every fact connected with his death, I was unable to find anything which could suggest the idea of murder. There were no signs of violence, no footmarks, no robbery, no record of strangers having been seen upon the roads. And yet I need not tell you that my mind was far from at ease, and that I was well nigh certain that some foul plot had been woven round him. In this sinister way I came into my inheritance. You will ask me why I did not dispose of it? I answer because I was well convinced that our troubles were in some way dependent upon an incident in my uncle's life and that the danger would be as pressing in one house as in another. It was January 85 that my poor father met his end, and two years and eight months have elapsed since then. During that time, I have lived happily at Horsham, and I had begun begun to hope that this curse had
2: passed away from the family. Wait, so it's Horsham that they're passing around? Yes, the house? They keep going to the
1: house. The Sundial house.
2: Sundial house. The sundial okay. house. And then no one's putting the papers on the sundial.
1: Because they got burned.
2: That's right. They're already burned. What can they fucking do? Just give the
3: papers. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> you dead uncle? You dead racist uncle? Yeah. Mm, nope. I had begun to hope that this curse had passed away from the family and that it had ended with the last generation. I had begun to take comfort too soon, however. Yesterday morning, the blow fell in the very shape nope. in which it had come upon my father. The young man took his waist from his waistcoat, a crumpled envelope, no. and turning to the table, you guessed it, he shook out upon it five little dried
2: orange pips.
1: Oh God! <laughs> it's these, these things.
2: Pips. these <laughs> small things.
1: You might call them seeds.
2: <laughs> I, call, I them call them pips because I think it's
3: cuter. <laughs> pips, I say. Like, I laugh in the face of death. <laughs> pips, pips, pips. pips. Pip, 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 pip. Five. Five pip. Five pips. Would you like to see my Sherlock Holmes puppets? <laughs> I'm Sherlock Holmes. These are five pips. Count them, kids. One. <laughs> Two. Three, four, five. Five
2: orange, orange pips. pips. Great job. You're my best friends. <laughs> Watson comes out. Well, but what about
3: me? <laughs> I'm scared and alone. <laughs> Very my <laughs> This is the envelope he continued the postmark is London Eastern mm. Division within are the very words which were upon my father's last message K K K and then put the papers on the sundial What have you done asked <laughs> Nothing <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> to tell the truth he sank his face into his thin white hands oh, so beautiful so oh,
1: pretty thin Such thin hands.
3: He sank his face into his thin, white hands.
1: Like the ghost of a horse neigh.
3: (laughs) I felt helpless. I felt like one of those poor rabbits when the snake is writhing toward it. I seemed to be in the grasp of some resistless, inexorable evil, which no foresight and no precautions can guard against. Tut tut, (laughs) cried
2: Trimarkoma.
3: It looks like rain. Wait, even it looks like rain. No, you know, tut tut, it looks like rain. Oh, I don't know Winnie the, the second
2: part. Oh,
0: oh, he's quoting Winnie oh. the Pooh. Christopher
3: Robin is walking around with an umbrella, pretending that the mud falling off of Winnie the Pooh is raindrops to distract the bees from their honey. Tut tut, it, it looks, looks like rain. rain.
2: So that's cool that Sherlock Holmes is telling this Sometimes guy. That, tut
3: tut, have you heard? Did you see that that animated movie of? <laughs> My favorite movie is
2: Winnie the Pooh. Sterling Holloway does the voice. <laughs> it seems like I would relate most to Eeyore, but to your surprise and also mine, I relate most to Tigger because of my just <laughs> d- joyful personality. Second Rue.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you must act, man, or you are lost. <laughs> Nothing but energy can save you. This is no time for despair.
0: I have seen the police. Ah (laughs)
1: Mm. Mm.
3: Uh 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 Uh
1: My job's done. Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But they listened to my story with a smile. I am convinced that the inspector has formed the opinion that the letters are all practical jokes, and that the deaths of my relations were really accidents, as the jury stated, and were not to be connected with the warnings.
2: I don't see how you could not think that's weird that like both these people had like accidents, but also received like seeds in the mail and like burning shit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it's just the jury didn't do their job. They should have buried that corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Should have buried that corpse. Should have buried that
3: corpse. (laughs) Holmes shook his clenched hands in the air. Incredible imbecility. He cried. (laughs) (laughs) They have, however, allowed me a policeman. I'm glad Sherlock agrees with us. Yeah. Allowed me a policeman who may remain in the house with me. Has he come with you tonight? No, his orders were to stay in the house. Again, Holmes raved in the air. Why did you come to me? He cried. (laughs) And above all, why did you not come to me at once? It's getting weird. I'm trying to keep it up, but But it's getting weird. So
2: So he's mad. He's like, why did you come to me? But. Firstly, why didn't you come to me yeah. at once? Why, yeah. Well, he's like, bitch, you left without your guard.
3: Oh, I see. P.S. Going to the police was fucking stupid. Yeah. Because they don't know shit. shit <laughs> the Scotland yeah. Yard is Scotland always knocking on Baker Street's door. Because <laughs> Baker Street got the goods. <laughs> 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 That's a Baker Street joke. Anyway. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> I did not know. It was only today that I spoke to Major Prendergast. Prendergast, ugh, these are's I tell yeah. you. Prendergast about my troubles and was advised by him to come to you. It is really two days since you had the letter. We should have acted before this. You have no further evidence, I suppose, than that which you have placed before us. No suggestive detail which might help us. <laughs> <laughs> there is one thing," said John Openshaw. He rummaged in his coat pocket, and drawing out a piece of discolored blue-tinted paper, he laid it out upon the table. I have some remembrance, said he, that on the day when my uncle burned the papers, I observed that the small unburned margins which lay amid the ashes were of this particular color. I found this single sheet upon the floor of his room, and I am inclined to think that it may be one of the papers which has, perhaps, fluttered out from among the others, and in that way has escaped destruction. Beyond the mention of pips, I do not see that it helps us much— I think myself that it is a page from some private diary. The writing is undoubtedly, undoubtedly my uncle's. To interrupt myself...
1: Uh-huh.
3: Why wouldn't you have brought that up earlier? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, lead with why that. Why wasn't that part yeah. of the talk?
1: Do you have any other evidence? No. No. Except evidence.
3: Except <laughs> except like, this piece of evidence. Except, like, a lot. <laughs> like, something that will help a lot. Like, I mean... And Sherlock comes. He you now listens. He's gonna gobble
2: this up. <laughs> he's like he's gonna be like, oh yeah. He's like, oh my yeah. god, please oh my give god, it to me. Please oh, must touch it blue. Oh my god. Oh this what blue a seductive paper. shade of blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it shimmers. Oh, it shimmers. Oh,
3: I touched your hand when I reached for it. There <laughs> oh, is something god. electric between oh, us. Oh
2: my god, it's blue like the ocean. <laughs> and then Watson's like the ocean! Like help!
3: <laughs> Water. <laughs> This story is so wet. (laughs) Are you guys still talking? (laughs) Holmes moved the lamp and we both bent over the sheet of paper, which showed by its ragged edge together. Together. Ragged edge that it had indeed indeed been torn from a book. It was headed March eighteen sixty nine, and beneath were the following enigmatical notices. Fourth, Hudson came, same old platform. Seventh, set the pips on Macaulay, Paramore, and John Swain of St. Augustine. Ninth, Macaulay cleared. Tenth, John Swain cleared. Twelfth, visited
2: Paramore all well. Okay, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think when you set the pips on somebody, yes. uh-huh. the pips are people, but they're also seeds. And I think you like- And from like things, people grow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you mail the, the seeds to people to tell them like, hey, you better do what you're supposed to do. And if they're not doing it, then they get killed by the people pips. Yep. That's what I think. And he was involved in that. And that's how he knew what the pips meant when he received it because he wanted out. I think you're right. I think it is a you can't leave the KKK. Once a pip, always a pip. Yeah. Don't break up the group, man. (laughs) (laughs) We're going straight to the top of the charts. It's 82. 82. Sorry, it's 85. I forgot. Oh, Oh. sorry. 69. (laughs) Oh, God. Ow. 69.
3: Thank you, said Holmes, (laughs) folding up the paper and returning it to our visitor. And now you must, on no account, lose another instant. We cannot spare time. Whoa, <laughs> He's turning <yeah>. rushing. <laughs> I told you it was going to be embarrassing we if cannot it got to me. It is fucking amazing <laughs> that it has sounded similar <laughs> for this long. My pal,
2: Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. I recorded
3: a voice for Infinity Train, and um, I... They were goading me into doing an accent, even though no accent was needed, because they know I'm so terrible at them. And by the end of it, it sounded like this: "I do not know how you propose to get." Them. It was embarrassing. They told me to do an Italian accent. That's how it sounded.
2: I don't mind if he Hit turns. Here we go. Okay. No, I'm just trying to get back into it. Think of like now. I'm laughing. Robert Durst. That's what I was channeling. What two people uh, can't no, spell no. Beverly wrong? <laughs> it's in all capital letters. <laughs> Right, I'll try.
3: (laughs) And now you must, on no account, lose another instant. We cannot spare time (laughs) even to discuss what you have told me. You must get home instantly and act. What shall I do? There is but one thing to do. It must be done at once. You must put this piece of paper which you have shown us into the brass box which you (laughs) have. I'm laughing too much. Described. (laughs) Described. You must also put in a note to say that all the other papers were burned by your uncle and that this is the only one which remains. You must assert that in such words as will carry conviction with them. Having done this, you must at once put the box out upon the sundial as directed. Do you understand? Entirely. Do not think of revenge i kind of don't understand i totally don't understand wait, so but we're not supposed doing? to that's a, Herlo- oh, that's a herlock that's a herlock show story okay
2: <laughs> wait uh, so uh, he wants him to put papers in a box speaking it's very <laughs> ironic i do podcast so he's supposed to put papers in a box and put it on the sundial and just yeah be like, Here he's you supposed go. to just be like and that's like yeah, the drop-off point there you go buddy we
1: lost we lost a bunch of them but hopefully this will do okay
2: like, But the papers are like the deed to the house, or like
3: secrets. It's this paper. Oh, the the blue papers. Yeah,
1: here's all the people we checked in on.
3: Yeah, so it's like all of his diaries. He burned them real quick. Missed this little one, and Holmes is like, "We'll put that little one in the box." Okay, put it on the sundial with great tell them with great conviction that it is done. Mm -hmm. I think that we may gain by that means of the law, but we have our web to weave, while theirs is already (laughs) woven. The first consideration is to remove the pressing danger which threatens you. The second is to clear up the mystery and to punish the guilty parties. (laughs) I thank you, said the young man, rising and pulling on his overcoat. Rising? wow. You have given me fresh life and hope. I shall certainly do as you advise. Do not lose an instant, and above all, take care of yourself in the meanwhile. Take care of yourself with the... Buy yourself something nice. (laughs) Here, have this have this pip. <laughs> Chew on this pip for me. Chew on this pip. You know how to get, get in touch with me. Just put this pip in your mouth and whistle. <laughs> <laughs> for I do not think that there can be a doubt that you are threatened by a very real and imminent danger. How do you go back? By train from Waterloo. It is not yet nine. The streets will be crowded, so I trust that you may be in safety and yet you cannot guard yourself too closely i am armed that is well great tomorrow i shall set to work upon your case
2: tomorrow? Tomorrow? i thought I thought you... have no time to yeah, lose why is he doing now i's got
1: that police officer i guess <laughs> it's going to be nine soon
3: <laughs> my, i'm
1: tired <laughs> it's going to be like the best rain <laughs> i don't want to miss the best rain
3: <laughs> i promised watson we would have sex tonight <laughs>
2: And Watson's like, I'm scared.
1: <laughs> this boat book. <laughs> this boat book's a lot. Boat book, I'm so too wet. scared now.
2: I'm too wet and scared. I'm too
3: wet. <laughs> I shall see you at Horsham then? No, your secret lies in London. It is there that I shall seek it. What? Then I shall call upon you in a day or in two days with news as to the box and the papers. I shall take your advice in every particular. He shook hands with us and took his leave. Outside, the wind still screamed and the rain splashed and pattered against the windows.
0: Help! (laughs) 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 So what? The
3: strange, wild story seemed to have come come to us from amid the mad elements, blown in upon us like a sheet of seaweed in a gale, and now to have been reabsorbed by them once more. I'm so scared of the rain. (laughs) Sherlock Holmes sat for some time in silence with his head sunk forward and his eyes bent upon the red glow of the fire. Then he lit his pipe, and leaning back in his chair, he watched the blue smoke rings as they chased each other up to the ceiling. (laughs) Excuse me, so sorry. I think, Watson, (laughs) he remarked at last, that of all our cases, we have had none more fantastic than this. (laughs) Save perhaps the sign of four. Well, yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, they have such an exciting relationship. (laughs) Uh
3: Save perhaps that... (laughs) And yet this John Openshaw seems to be walking amid even greater perils than did the Sholtos. But have you, I asked, formed any definite conception as to what these perils are? There can be no question as to their nature, he answered. Then what are they? Who is this KKK?
2: And why does he pursue this unhappy family? That they do not know who this is.
3: What's embarrassing is that I have to read the bulk of Sherlock Holmes doing this fucking voice. (laughs) Sorry, I set this up. <laughs> Maybe I'll just... No, we've started it. I will finish it. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Sherlock Holmes closed his eyes and placed his elbows upon the arm of his chair with his fingertips together. The, oh, God, he talks so much right now. <laughs> the ideal reasoner, he remarked, would, when he had once been shown a single fact in all its bearings, deduce from it not only all the chain of events which led up to it, but also all the results which would follow from it. He doesn't have to explain that part. Now Holmes is so fucking patronizing. Yeah, he's so, like... The facts, (laughs) the ideal reasoner. (laughs) I'm no jerk. As Cuvier could correctly describe a whole animal by the contemplation of a single bone, so the observer, who has thoroughly understood one link in a series of incidents should be able to accurately state all the other ones before and after. We have not yet grasped the results which the reason alone can attain to... Just, this is the absolute best voice to to fucking zonk out on this story to... Problems may be solved in this study, which have baffled all those who have sought a solution by the aid of their senses.
2: What is he talking about? I have no idea, he's just, <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. So far he's just
1: like you know how you can tell an animal from a bone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's as
1: far as we got. Like <laughs> that entire Politicans, time, we just like unreli- he, is,
3: <laughs> he is describing like I'm waxing poetic on the greatest possible reasoner. They should be able to do the following. I'm a but douche. like also like. We don't need to know that much. No, just, just no. get to the fucking case. It is not so impossible, however, that a man should possess all knowledge which is likely to be useful to him in his work. And this I have endeavored, to, in my case, to do. If I remember rightly, you on one occasion in the early days of our friendship defined my limits in a very precise fashion. Yes, I answered laughing. It was a singular document. <laughs> Philosophy. I'm not sure why he's on <laughs> Is this the, the reaction I What's was supposed to have? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're right. You're right. That was great.
3: <laughs> oh, I remember. This was a me moment. Let's relive it. Philosophy, astronomy, and politics were marked at zero, I remember. Botany variable. Geology profound as regards the mud stains from any region within 50 miles of town. Chemistry eccentric. Anatomy unsystematic. I don't know. I am the very model of a... a And
0: and, and,
2: and, a
3: mineral. (laughs) And a mineral. (laughs) Sensational literature and crime records unique. Violin player, boxer, (laughs) sorcerer. That. swordsmen Ugh, these are all praises of Holmes aren't yeah, they he's yeah he's just like this he's is the one oh my god He's like, you're everything, Ugh, Holmes. Were, like, he is just, like, coming in his pants while he says this. It's by so a player, boxer, swordsman, lawyer, and self-poisoner by cocaine and tobacco. Those, I think, were the main points of my analysis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Way to bury the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of slips in Christ the uh, self-poisoner
3: like, oh, thing. self-poisoner oh, God, everything about you.
2: <laughs> He's like, also, like, you, also, be, like, you, you have, things, like, a problem, so, like, mean we should everything. talk about
3: that. <laughs> so you have a coke problem. <laughs> Holmes grinned at this last item. Well, he said, I say now as I said then that a man could, should keep his little brain attic stuck with all the furniture that he is likely to use.
2: When he's not on coke, he is so much slower than Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> much slower energy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In Where he can an object at rest. An ottoman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and bowl of walnut. <laughs> walnut cracker. Hummel <laughs> figures. <laughs> I'm figuring it out. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, yes. These are all the things in my head. Now for such a case as the one which has been submitted to us tonight... We need certainly oh to God, muster just getting to this. You. I maybe should start see- I'll see if I can speak faster. Need certainly to muster all of our resources. Kindly hand me down the letter K of the American Encyclopedia which stands upon this shelf beside you. Thank you. Now let us consider <laughs> the situation and see what may be deduced from it. In the first place we may start with a strong presumption that Colonel OpenShaw has some very strong reasons for leaving America. Men at this time of life do not change all their habits. It's an exchange willingly. The charming climate of Florida. <laughs>
2: Wait, so he is <laughs> literally having to look up KKK Canyon encyclopedia. This yes. is like the height of deductibility. <laughs> Read so, a book, Holmes. First, have you not heard of it KKK yet? Yeah, seriously. He's like, first we will consult the trusty encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. we with... have the letter K. <laughs> what is a kangaroo, you may ask? That is a question for another day. Let's ah, keep doing it.
1: The Actually, mud on your shoes is from Liverpool. <laughs> I wasn't aware Ohio is a state. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah, the mud on your shoes is from Liverpool. And hold a moment while I get my encyclopedia
0: Britannica. <laughs> to like, uh, look up ocean, <laughs> ocean.
3: What is a shoe again? if not a uh, bat of leather bound to a sole? <laughs> hold on, one moment. <laughs> His extreme love of solitude in England suggests the idea that he was in fear of someone or something, so we Mm -hmm. may assume as a working hypothesis that it was fear of someone or something was chosen from America. (laughs) As to what he was feared, we can only deduce Uh that by considering the formidable letters which were received by himself and his successors. (laughs) Did you remark the postmarks in those letters? You? The first was from Pondicherry, the second from Dundee, and the third from London. He's oh. from London. The one from
1: London. The is from London. The letters uh, they from were, the were there, part. they came in the mail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> from the east They're all seaports. That the rider was on board of a ship? <laughs> Excellent, we already have a clue. There can be no doubt that the probability of the strong probability is it the... <laughs> <laughs> this is my
2: favorite
1: iteration of Sherlock Holmes I've ever I, heard in I my think life.
2: we've reached him we found him (laughs) the apex of Sherlock (laughs) is it the writer was
3: on board of the ship no (laughs) what is the ship you made
0: us please fetch me the S book the
2: S book
3: not the S book the SH book book. those
0: are
2: separate because because
3: there's so many oh great now I gotta get the B oh
0: B (laughs) We're going to be here for hours. how does it
3: float? Um, Look up Um, F. um, It says sailboat, Back to the S. (laughs) Sailboat. Sailboat. What is the sailboat you want? Time to consult the Oxford English Dictionary.
0: (laughs) Okay.
3: In this case, upon the tray, seven weeks to last between the strategy and its fulfillment. And the deal was only three or four days. Does this suggest anything? A greater distance to travel. Oh. But the latter had also a greater distance to come. Then I do not see the point. There is at least a presumption that the vessel in which the man of men is a sailing ship. It looks as though they always send their singular warnings and token before them want to I do not understand <laughs> what
1: no, you I'm saying. kidding. You. I got it. Oh, what is it? I got it. So they're sending, they're sending the stuff ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the clue. Is that <laughs> they send it before they get there. And sometimes... <laughs> Letters uh,
2: take longer yeah. to go to places. Because... Oh, then the person sending. Uh-huh. I
1: see, I see, I see, I see. Did you that? Was <laughs> your book too Did wet? I speak <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sorry,
0: because
3: I'm on a lot of coke right now. <laughs> but I also took it down. Is what happened? <laughs> you see how quickly the deed followed the sign from when it came from Dunty. If they had come from Ponticherry in a steamer, they would have arrived almost as soon as the letter. But uh, as a matter of fact, seven weeks elapsed. I think that those seven weeks represent the difference between the mailboat we brought the letter and
2: the same vessel we brought the writer. It is yes. possible. So the okay, mail the mailboat went faster than the person.
1: And my theory, okay. but mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong. Okay, is it's because envelopes are lighter. Then people.
2: (laughs) Wait, so you think (laughs) (laughs) according to Newton, (laughs) if if you look up envelope in Encyclopedia Britannica, it says lighter than humans. (laughs) Wait, so okay, so you think in a mail boat because they only put five hundred of anything on a boat. Exactly. So they put five hundred letters on a boat, and they put five hundred people on a boat.
1: Exactly. The letters are gonna go faster. People in the back.
2: I'll read this as me again. (laughs) Okay
1: Okay.
3: You see how quickly the deed followed the sign when it came from Dundee. Okay. If they had come from Pondicherry in a steamer, they would have arrived almost as soon as their letter. But as a matter of fact, seven weeks elapsed. I think that those seven weeks represented the difference between the mail boat, which brought the letter, and the sailing vessel, which brought the rider.
2: Ah, sailing vessel. Mm -hmm. Sailboat. Let's go see us
3: again. It is possible. More than that it is probable. <laughs> uh-huh. And now you see the deadly urgency of this new case and why I urge young Openshaw a caution. The blow is always fallen at the end of the time. Wish it would take the sentence to travel the distance, but this one comes from London, and therefore we cannot count upon delay. And it's Omar's turn. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> Start okay. with good
3: God.
0: Good God.
1: Good God, I cried. What can it mean, this relentless persecution? The papers which OpenShot carried are obviously of vital importance to the person or persons in the sailing ship. <laughs> I think that it is quite clear that there must be more than. Of... This is hard. This is a lot harder than I It's really movie. fucking hard. More than one of them. A single man could not have carried out two deaths in such a way as to deceive a coroner's jury. There must have been several in it. They may have been men of resources and determination. The papers they, they they mean to have, be the holder of them who it may. In... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on.
3: I think he's reading a law <laughs> A law b- book. What? Case? Book? Yes.
1: And we're about to get, I think, here we go Alright. In this way you see the KKK's okay, okay, is to be the initials of an Individual and become the badge of a society
2: Okay Welcome this took him to five hours Ago! Do you
1: now see how he we went from bones to the obvious option Wait, did he not no, say no, no, that? No, oh. <laughs> no, no, that's me, that's me, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry I'll stay, I'll, I'll, I'll stay Oh my god <laughs> but of of what society? Have you never, said Sherlock Holmes, bending forward and sinking his voice, have you never heard of the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> <laughs> I I never have.
2: Oh. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy reading it. terrifying books about the ocean. It could be scarier.
1: It's like we could have saved so much time. Oh, my goodness.
3: (laughs) He made him go and fetch the encyclopedia just to make him feel like shit about not having heard of it. Okay, Watson, now open to the (laughs) K-section.
1: Oh, boy. Okay, we're coming up on a thing. Uh,
3: You can... Just don't say Skip the word. words you don't want to yeah. say.
1: Oh no, uh that's uh oh, okay. and I will, thank you for that. Okay. <laughs> but uh they're they opened the encyclopedia in a second. Oh god. Uh, yes. So uh I'll ask you a question and in, in, in just a second to both of you. Okay.
0: okay.
1: Holmes turned over the leaves of the book upon his knee. Here it is, said he <laughs> presently. And now I can either read this as Holmes reading out loud or a helpful encyclopedia voice
2: <laughs> what do you think Lindsay mm, do you think he's reading it out loud
3: here's the thing is that we know what the KKK is yeah okay and I want to hear a homestead okay, and, and I
2: want to picture him too he's like whispering this into Watson's ear yeah C- and come. also like
3: <laughs> c- come over here. Treating him like a dumb idiot. Child. <laughs>
2: come, come come sit over here. Now. One book on one See knee, one Papa Watson Holmes. on
1: the other knee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Watson. I'll let you turn the page when I say so. My favorite kind of evening. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Watson on my favorite evening.
1: <clears throat> here it is, said he presently. Ku Klux Klan, a name derived from the fanciful resemblance to the sound produced by cocking a rifle. This terrible secret society was formed by some ex Confederate soldiers in the southern states after the Civil War and it rapidly formed local branches in different parts of the country, notably Tennessee, Louisiana, and the Carolinas, Georgia, and Florida. Its power was used for political purposes, principally for the terrorizing. <laughs> Of the black voters and the murdering and uh, and driving of the country of those who were opposed to its views. Its outrages were usually preceded by a warning sent to the mocked man in some fantastical, but you really recognize sprig shape of oak leaves and some about to Maryland to Orange Pips. And now there's Orange Pips. Orange um, Pips?
0: Wait, wait, what was okay, the Orange read, Pips read connection? that sentence. Okay, okay, I, sorry. I, I had, the
2: had the encyclopedia voice were, for okay, Orange yeah, Pips. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Its outrages were usually preceded by a warning sent to the marked man in some fantastic but generally recognized shape, a sprig of oak leaves in some parts, melon seeds, or orange pips in others.
2: Oh, snap! Okay, why call it a melon seed and then an orange pip question? Mm, Good question. We need us encyclopedia. (laughs)
1: Flip to P. (laughs) Get
2: get the Y book and (laughs) flip to why call (laughs) it melon seeds instead of orange pips. the biggest one. (laughs) Get the Y book and then try and find that phrase and then think again and I'll, I'll hold on to the W. Is
1: this the entry just for reals?
3: <laughs> Holy shit I, I never thought I'd be needed That's all it says It gives no explanation Whoa Okay
1: on receiving this the victim might either openly observe his former ways of my life in the country. If he braved the matter out, death would be unflailingly come upon him and usually in some strange and overseen manner. So perfect was the organization of society and so systemic the method that there is hardly a case upon record in which any man succeeded in braving with impunity or in which <laughs> any of the outrages were traced home to the perpetrators. For some years the organization flourished by the efforts of the United States government. And the better classes of community in the South. Eventually, in the year 1869, the movement rather suddenly collapsed, although there have been sporadic outbreaks of the same sort at of that date. You will observe, said Holmes, <laughs> laying down the volume. That- <laughs> you were
2: saying, laying down. I'm <laughs> so, so, I, I am so tired. I'm so tired. i ready for myself for sleep. I read an entire <laughs> sleepy entry. <laughs>
1: As he brews the pips.
2: (laughs) When you brew something that is not a tea leaf, it is called a tisane. (laughs) Non-caffeinated beverage suitable for sleep.
1: (laughs) You will observe, said Holmes laying down the volume, that the sudden breaking up of the society was coincident with the disappearance of OpenShot from uh, from America with their papers. It might well have been cause and effect. It is no wonder that he and his family have some sort of that implicable spirits upon their track. You can understand that the register and diary may implicate some of the first men in the South and that there might be many who do not sleep easy at night until it is recovered. Then the pages we have seen Is such as we might expect (laughs) It ran if I remember right Sent the pips to A, B, and C That is sent society's warnings to them And then there are successive entries That A and B were cleared Or left the country And finally that C was visited with I fear sinister results for C
2: Sinister
3: (laughs) I fear sinister results for C
1: well, I think, Doctor, that we may have some—we may let some light into this dark place, and I believe the only chance a young open child has in the meantime is to do what I told him. There is nothing more to be said or done tonight, so hand me over my violin, let us try to make <laughs> it for half an hour the miserable weather and the still more miserable ways of our fellow men. It had cleared in the morning, and the sun was shining with the subdued brightness through the dim veil which hangs over the great city.
3: I was finally dry and could (laughs) live again.
1: I read my book and I thought, where's the ocean gone? (laughs) Uh, It's so dry. (laughs) Sherlock Holmes was already at breakfast when it came down. You'll excuse me for not waiting for you, said he. (laughs) I have foresee a very busy day before me in looking into the case of young Openshaw's. What steps will you take, I asked. It will very much depend upon the results of my first inquiries. I may have to go down to Harsham after all. (laughs) You will not go there first. No, I shall come out to the city. <laughs> Just ring the bell and the maid will bring up your coffee. As I waited, I lifted the unopened newspaper from the table and glanced my eye over it. It rested upon a heading which sent a chill to my heart. Holmes, I cried. You are too late. Ah, said he, <laughs> laying down his cup. I fear as much. how is it done? He spoke calmly, but I could see that he was deeply moved. My eye caught the name of Openshaw, and the heading, Tragedy Near Waterloo Bridge. Here's the account.
3: Oh, way to
2: fucking go, Holmes. Why'd you let him go? <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. There's nothing to be done as also- it is after 9 p.m., and I have to play my violin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know that this
2: is my quiet time. <laughs> oh,
1: you're going to hate this.
2: Oh, no. Uh-uh.
1: Between 9 and 10 last night, Police Constable <laughs> Cook no! of the H Division, on duty near Waterloo Bridge, heard a cry for help and a splash in the water. The night, however, was extremely dark and stormy, so that, in spite of the help of several passerbys, of passerby, it was quite impossible to effect a rescue. The alarm, however, was given, and by the aid of the water police, the body was the eventually. The water
2: police? <laughs> you know, you know who calls the water police every day? Watson. He's like, water police. Help! There's witness in my book. Please stop. Please stop calling us, not Mr. Watson. But witness in my butt. Help. That, that, that too. They're like, you gotta <laughs> go to My a basement. doctor. the went. No, water police. Help. 811. Help me. <laughs> like, you need to stop calling.
1: Please, Wait, sir. This please is an stop. emergency line.
2: <laughs> this is an emergency water we are, line.
1: We are trying to help open sure right now.
2: <laughs> then we have... We have one of <laughs> water <laughs> emergency. <laughs> but my book! My book is so scary and wet. <laughs> <I think. laughs>
1: It proved to be of that young gentleman whose name, as it appears from an envelope which was found in his pocket, was John Openshaw (gasps) and whose residence is near Horsham. It is conjecture that he he may have been hurrying down to catch the last train from Waterloo Station.
2: Oh my god.
1: And that in his haste and the extreme darkness, he missed his path and walked over the edge of one (sighs) small landing. (laughs) He was like,
2: Is
3: that the train? Is that big expanse of nothing? The train? Wait for me. Splash! <laughs> oh, water police! <please.
1: laughs> Over the edge of one of the small landing places for river steamboats, the body exhibited tra- no traces of violence. There can be no doubt that the deceased had been the victim of an unfortunate accident, which should have effect of calling the attention of the authorities to the condition of the riverside landing stages. We sat in silence for some minutes. Holmes more depressed and shaken than I had ever seen him.
3: Well, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, that guy's dead. <laughs> Dumbass.
2: That beautiful, thin-handed man.
3: You understood the most about what kind of danger he was in. Also, P.S. didn't explain a fucking no, thing to no.
2: Openshaw. All he did was like, yeah, he was just like, go do this and you'll be fine.
3: Home. or er, Watson, could you get the encyclopedia down <laughs> while I explain absolutely every part of this to you?
1: <laughs> and play violin while the man drowns. <laughs> That hurts my pride, Watson. He said at last. (laughs) It is a petty feeling, no doubt, but it hurts my pride. It becomes a personal matter with me now, and if God sends me help, I shall set upon this gang that he should come for me. (laughs) He should come to me. (laughs) He should come to me for help, and that I should send him away to death. He sprang from his chair and paced upon the room. In uncontrollable <laughs> agitation, with a flush upon his sallow cheeks and nervous clasping and unclasping of his long thin hands.
2: Oh, long thin hands! Nice. Yeah. They must be cunning
1: devils, he exclaimed at last. <laughs> How could they have decoyed him down there? The embankment <laughs> is not on the direct line to the station. <laughs> the bridge, no doubt, was too crowded, even on s- on such a night for their purpose. Well, Watson, we sh- shall see. Who will win in the long run? (laughs) I'm going out now. (laughs) I'm going out now. (laughs) Some (laughs) cigarettes. (laughs) Do not wait up. I am going out now. (laughs) To the police? No, I shall be my own police. When I... uh... (laughs) (laughs) When I have spun the web that they... (laughs) That they they may take the flies, but not before. (laughs) (laughs) All day I was engaged in my professional work, and it was late. It was late in the evening. What work, you
3: ask? (laughs) (laughs) The kind that is professional.
2: (laughs) Things professionals do. I made seventy three calls to the water police.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My book is dry. (laughs) (laughs) Help. Sherlock Holmes had not come back yet. It was nearly 10 o'clock before he entered, looking pale and worn. He walked up to the sideboard, tearing a piece from the loaf. He devoured it v- voraciously, washing it down with a long draught of water. You are hungry, I remarked. Starving. <laughs> it escaped my memory. I had nothing since breakfast. <laughs> nothing? Not a bite. I had no time to think of it. <laughs> and <It's> So
2: agitated.
0: <laughs> Our voices were very different.
1: And have you succeeded? Well, <laughs> have a clue. I have them in the hollow of my hand, young open shot. Shall not long remain on the bench. Why, Watson? Let us put their own devilish <laughs> trademark upon them. It is well thought of. What, what do you mean? He took an orange from the cupboard, and tearing it into pieces, he squeezed out the pips upon the table. One of these he took five and thrust into an envelope. On the side of the flap he wrote S-H for J-O. Then he sealed it and addressed it to Captain James Calhoun, Bark Lone Star, Savannah, Georgia. That will await him when he answers for it, <laughs> said he chuckling. It may give him a sleepless night. He will find it sure a precursor to his fate, as Openshot did before him. <laughs> and who is this Captain Calhoun? The leader of the gang. I shall have the other spy first. How did you trace it then? He took a large sheet of paper from his pocket and covered, all covered with dates and names. I spent the whole day, said he, (laughs) over Lloyd's registers and files of the old papers following the future career of every vessel which touched in Pondicherry in January, February 83. There were 36 (laughs) ships (laughs) of fair tonnage. which. (laughs) Which were reported there yeah, during these months. Of these, one, the Lone Star instantly attracted my attention since, although it was reported as having cleared from London, the name is that which is given to the State of the Union, In Texas, I think. I, I was not sure, and i am not sure which, but I knew the ship <laughs> must have been an American origin. What then? I searched the Dundee records and when I found that the Bach Lone Star was there in January eighty five my suspicion became certainty. I then inquired as <laughs> to the vessel which lay at present in the port of London. Yes? The Lone Star had arrived here last week. I went down to the Albert Dock and found that she had been taken down to the river by early tide this morning, homeward bound to Savannah. I wired to sail, and I learned that she had she had passed some time ago. And as the wind is easterly, I had no doubt that she is now past the good winds and not very far from the Isle of Wight. What will you do then? Oh, I have my hand upon him. He, he... <laughs> He and the two, he, he and the two mates, as I learned, only did the poor Americans on the ship. Those are Finns and Germans. I, I know also that they were all three away from the ship last night. Uh, I had it from this Steve Thor who, who, who has been loading their cargo. By the time that the sailing ship reached Savannah, the mail boat will have carried this letter. And the cable will have informed the police of Savannah that these three gentlemen are badly wanted here upon charges of murder. There is a flaw, however, in the best laid of human plans and the murders of John Openshaw were never to receive the orange pips, which would show them that another, as cunning as resolute as themselves, was upon their track. Very long and very severe were the equinoctial gales that year. We waited, oh. we waited long for the, the news gales. of the lone star of Savannah, but none ever reached us. We did it last year that somewhere far out in the Atlantic a shattered stern post of a boat was seen, swinging in the trough of a wave, oh, with the letters L S carved upon it, and that is all which we shall ever know of the fate of the Lone Star.
2: Okay, yay, Omar! Oh my God, you brought Sherlock Holmes killed to it. new oh, heights, indeed. Oh God, uh, what I a just pictured him so drunk. <laughs> Like Caller Akimbo. Like, he kept
3: <laughs> and they never did shit. Sh- hold a second, and they never did see. I've got them in my grasp, <laughs> and,
2: and there were thirty six ships. <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. Oh, awesome. Thank you. So, okay, uh, here's my question about the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh. So he's like, these are such cunning individuals. Hmm. Is it just that they were mailing like they were mailing seeds to people and then killing them?
1: Yeah. I think the right?
3: cunning was in <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah, like, right. Basically. Super clever. <laughs> Have you ever mailed a seed to somebody? Like ahead of time. That was like a trick. Oh, right. They did it ahead of time like and it then. then they, yeah. It then. wasn't like
1: after, and they were just like, great.
3: I guess the cunning is in killing them without getting caught. Yeah. And then they never
2: really do get caught. And freaking them out?
1: so just pushing people into water is that what they did yeah they it's just like a lot of pushing into people
2: into water which i guess watson was right to be afraid of all that water
1: wow,
3: wow. that's the real twist mm-hmm. wow
2: 811 <laughs> water emergency <laughs> water emergency
3: oh, the water cups
2: um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and doing the show thank you for having oh, me that, that was so fun.
1: much
2: fun um do you have anything you want to plug
1: sure uh, you can find me on twitter <laughs> at Najam. you can find me on instagram Najam film and also I have a podcast that Kelly's also on called thank you for questing if you want Yay. to check that out it's a lot of fun you can find it anywhere that podcasts are offered I believe if not sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have control over that
2: Yeah. <laughs> awesome thank you so much this has been public domain theater five orange Pips by sir arthur conan doyle with Kelly Newton Lindsay Keita, and Oman Ajang.
0: Forever
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.